0: Congratulations. Thank you uh, now begins the worst time of your life where you got to figure out what to do next there's no obvious next step I mean getting a job but like what does that mean yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> it's tough uh, so we are uh, we're here on a on a Saturday we got all kinds of things going around locally we have the uh, Kentucky women's softball team in the NCAA uh, championships in the in the College World Series for softball at Oklahoma City uh, losing last night to nothing uh, to Alabama I'm sure, Mike, that you stayed up and watched that.
1: I did. It was riveting.
0: No, it actually was.
1: I, mean, I, I actually, I'm sure it was. Uh, I actually like watching softball. Yeah, it is one of the women's sports that I actually like watching. Yeah.
0: Oh, so, mm-hmm. well, I had to. It, well, well, my wife played in uh, softball at Bellman. Yeah. in volleyball at Bellman. Yeah. Um, the uh, the the game last night. The the Alabama pitcher had a no hitter going into the sixth inning. Kentucky finally gets a hit. The girl who gets on base is considered, and it was like a swinging bunt. The girl who gets on base is like considered the fastest player in the SEC. She goes to steal second. The Alabama catcher threw one of the best throws I've ever seen getting this girl out by a mile. Uh, something that, by the way, that or Molina can't do with Billy Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, well, nobody can
2: throw Billy Hamilton out on the base. He's been caught stealing a couple he, times this he, year. He, well, I mean, yeah, he, I mean, everybody gets caught. but He's got to get really. on base first. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. And, and, then,
0: uh, and then so that ended that inning. And then the seventh inning, Kentucky comes out, bottom of their lineup, hitting the ball over the place. They load the bases with no outs. Girl strikes out. Next girl hits into a double play. Oh. Mm. It was pitiful. So, but even more pitiful was what happened yesterday at Jim Patterson Stadium. We have the regional baseball tournament going on right now. Uh, Louisville looked very impressive against Kansas uh, Kent State, at least until I went to bed. They were up like 5 nothing. Yeah, that, that that's the way it finished. And then uh, flipping back and forth between that and the uh, and the softball game. Now, and Kentucky looked awful. Did they? Yeah. Now, did did they lose? Or? Yeah, they lost ten to six. Ooh. They Ooh. their starting pitcher. They you know Kentucky who has the national player baseball player of the year. AJ yeah. Reed uh, did not pitch Reed because they were hoping to use him today. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's easy to look over overlook a Big Twelve school, especially one from Kansas. Absolutely. <laughs> and they yeah. uh, they. They went with the with a guy who was a right-handed pitcher. Reads a left-handed pitcher. Kansas has a very right-handed uh, lineup. You would have loved watching Kansas play because they play a lot of small ball. Yeah, I mean they bunted. it yeah. like they were a yeah. little League team. I mean, yeah.
1: well, yeah, you know, looking at the comparisons between all four teams, it's amazing how much Louisville is different in terms of their they they are solid in the pitching category. Kentucky is offensive is definitely offensive-minded, and I think in terms of um, you know, winning these kind of regional games, you got to be well, pitching, p- pitching, right? is, I mean,
0: pitching, pitching is where yeah. it comes down and to. Definitely, it. I mean, well, I don't think there's any
2: question. And if you think about Kansas, they were literally picked to finish near the bottom of the Big Twelve, so they're kind of a surprise team this year. Kentucky, obviously, not expecting them to play as well as they did. I think they sh- shocked a lot of people in the Big Twelve baseball. And then I, I think that uh, they might do so here in the tournament. Obviously, they already beat Kentucky. So I mean, yeah. they were
0: well, – the guy, the pitcher for Kentucky was so rattled. Yeah. The, I mean, he went out there. First off, he did like the cardinal sin of baseball. He walked the leadoff guy. Yeah,
1: he Not can't the le- do that. He can't
0: walk the leadoff guy of any, no. let alone the leadoff guy of a game. Yeah. Then the next guy bunts, and the pitcher fields the ball and throws it. Like, he almost hit a home run. He almost just threw it out of the freaking ball. I don't even know – like if he was throwing it to the girl in the second row of the stands, I don't know what he was trying to do, but he was definitely not trying to throw it to the first baseman. <laughs> and uh, and from there it was just a down whirl, down wind spiral. Yeah. Uh, they they um they had like three different rain delays and yeah. just it, it was tough. Now to Kentucky's credit, they spotted Kansas six runs in the first mm. two innings. They came back and like tied that, it, yeah. And uh, but they still uh, they couldn't finish. So it. So
1: I have a question for you: If Louisville makes it out of the regional, did they have a more successful? Uh, season than Kentucky,
0: they were ranked higher than Kentucky all year long. So, the, so yeah. So the answer is yes. But so, so is the answer yes. The they also beat Kentucky beat Louisville twice.
1: Okay, but if Louisville makes it out of the regional, if they it's not
0: guaranteed yet. But if they make it out of the regional, is it a more successful season? What he's alluding to in his "I'm an ass" kind of way is that we were discussing before that you know Tom Jurch gets a lot of credit. For the success of Louisville's non uh, non revenue sports, which have been phenomenal, yeah, yeah, my argument was that Mitch Barnhart has had very similar success. Which Kentucky, I'll give him a ton of credit too. Kentucky has had great success, and he seems yeah. to be on the chopping block for a lot of Kentucky fans. Not not me. I, I think. I mean, I think Mitch Barnhart is like one ridiculous. of the top five athletic directors in the country, and he. And when you look at how far. The the non-revenue sports at Kentucky before Barnhart was there when it was like CM Newton, they were a laughing stock. I mean, yeah. it was basically basketball and football yeah. to sell tickets. Everything well, else was terrible. Yeah, that's, but
2: that's what uh, everybody says when they compare to Louisville to Kentucky. Until <clears throat> perhaps maybe recently, is that hey Louisville has all these great programs. They won three conference titles in uh, 2012 2013. Uh Kentucky can't do anything but win basketball, but we've seen No, from-
0: see that's but that's their volleyball has been good for the last seven or eight years. They've been at the top of the SEC. The women's basketball program I would argue has been just as successful as the U of L's women's basketball program. They just haven't gotten to the championship game twice. Yeah. It's much harder well, no, I can't <laughs> say that because the SEC and the Big East in women's basketball were pretty sure the top yeah. Yeah. conferences. So um you know, Kentucky's tennis team has been awful. They won a national championship in rifle. The the, the, one, the sports that I look did at. Did he just bring up rifle? Yeah, he I'm did. On, he rifle. did. Rifle is an NCAA sport. Rifle? So yeah, they, I mean, I'm, on, I'm on Louisville's website. Do they have rifle? No, you guys, they can't have guns on campus after That's several right. incidents. You can't have so, guns
2: on campus at K-State, but they're working on a concealed <laughs> carry right now, so we'll
0: see. But the, you're looking at the the, the the soccer programs for Kentucky, which the soccer programs, again, Louisville, especially the men's program, mm-hmm. Phenomenal um uh, and the and the baseball and softball at Kentucky have come so far they absolutely have come a long way and uh and soccer's been ranked both men and women uh baseball has been number one in the country recently uh in the last three or four years uh this year can they had like seven wins over the number one team in the country and then um and then the the softball team making the College World Series this year. As
1: much as I say that I think Louisville has had more success because of their ability to get farther in the postseason, whether it's because of where the conference or whatever they get they've been getting farther in those non revenue sports, but Barnard's done a tremendous job, and I think it's crazy to say that he's on the chopping
0: block. Well it's because of Billy Glesby. Right. Yeah. But we'll go we gotta take a break. We got a little <laughs> late start. We'll take a break. We're taking a late break and we'll be right back on the Weekend Sports Buzz brought to you by Brain and J. Lawrence. All right, welcome back, sports fans. Mike Gandolfo here with Mike Polio and JT. On a Saturday morning, a beautiful Saturday morning. It's uh, it's nice to – it's been steamy, though, the last couple of days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Were you all out last night?
1: Uh, No. The, yeah. Just went went home, went to sleep. Just drove up here last night. You're and, an old uh, you're an old married man. Yeah, I would have liked to go on to sleep at 10. Yeah? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so uh, – but you had to stay up and watch baseball. And so we were talking a little bit more about the non-revenue sports, and you just brought up the point here that – Overall, it's great that Kentucky and Louisville's non-revenue sports are doing the way they're doing. Them. Yeah. And even, you know, uh, Indiana. I mean, Indiana's baseball team on the rise. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can't forget about them. Their soccer program has always been top nine. Yeah,
1: national champions. and um, But it, it makes the rivalry better, and it also gives a lot more – a lot better chance for Louisville and Kentucky to play regional games close to home.
0: Does that matter? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how many times? Two years in a row, in fact. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, you're going to see opportunities where, you know, you can watch the baseball teams play on ESPN, or you can, you know, it's, and then it gets so many more fans involved. Yeah. Uh, you know, you get a, a, a crowd of two 3,000 people at these games, and I'll tell you right now, if you're in a non-revenue sport, that's a freaking huge crowd. Yeah. I mean. Cover, yep. Do you cover other sports at Kansas State, or did you just cover Yeah, we covered basketball. everything, so I mean you, from
2: track and field to tennis. You yeah. can go
0: to a softball game, what, probably have like 500 people in the stands?
2: Oh, we, K-State that? doesn't have a softball team, honestly. Oh, they do But don't? Uh, baseball— Wait wait
0: minute, wait, wait. K-State does not have a softball team? They don't have do you, like, an anti- official— anti-Title nine Is that yeah.
2: what you're there? <laughs> No, K-State, uh, they have other sports like rowing that Kentucky and Louisville probably don't have. Which Louisville, is Louisville, has Louisville has rowing. Louisville yeah. has rowing. Okay, yeah, well, they have th- sports like that, like rowing, that's really good— uh, they finished second in the Big Twelve in rowing sports like that. Is there
0: water in the Big Twelve? I thought it was all desert.
2: Uh, they go to Kansas City <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> for the home games. I got you. Right. Uh, they have an indoor facility though where they can practice. Yeah. Uh, so that's really helped them out. But uh, and then they have you know programs like tennis and some yeah. other programs. But they that, do have baseball, right? They do. Yes, they won the Big Twelve baseball last year, not this year. But uh, yeah, they you had if you go to a baseball game, you can get two thousand people right. in the wait,
0: stands. Wait, wait. We, we, this is something we had to. Delve. To not have a softball team is pretty rare. Would you say?
2: I would
1: say so, especially in an area that's in not a, cold. And Big Twelve is, but is is softball a pretty good country, big. Right? It's pretty big baseball country, so you yeah. would think softball would be right there.
0: Yeah, they got a uh, you know big strong women. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um,
2: yeah.
0: that's I'm that's strange. Wrap, so so the men's sports they got they have basketball, football, baseball. Obviously. Mm-hmm. Do they have, they have rif- soccer? Rifling.
2: They don't have soccer,
0: either men or women.
2: Nope.
0: See, they're Midwest anti-communist right there. <laughs> that's why they have no sign. I, don't know. I
2: think they have altogether about 14, I think if that's correct, both men's and women's. They that's a fairly
0: large athletic program not to yeah, have yeah. some of those major sports. Yeah.
1: yeah, and especially with Title IX, you would think softball would be the obvious,
0: well, obvious Kentucky, sport. Kentucky's men's soccer has to play in a different conference because the SEC doesn't have men's soccer.
1: Okay, mm-hmm. so What conference do they play in?
0: I think they play in Conference USA. Really? Or the or the MAC? I can't remember. It's one of those two. I think it's Conference USA. I'm almost positive. So K State has equestrian.
2: Yeah, that's one of equestrian. the sports that they have that most mm-hmm. schools don't. A lot of SEC schools do do. They
0: call it cowboy. What do they call it?
2: No, they call it equ- equestrian. The equestrian team actually was our best team this year. Finished fifth in the country. So See?
0: you may find a rifle. He's he's equestrian. We were
2: diehard equestrian this year. You get a lot of you get you know any five hundred people in a stable,
3: you know, oh, no, you get a lot of people you. going crazy. <laughs> well, why, why don't
2: we have uh, horse racing
1: in <laughs> NCAA sports? <laughs> that's, that's, that's only, I feel yeah. like Louisville and Kentucky would be would do very
0: well. Yeah, probably win the
2: titles. Every that's year.
0: because Polio. If you don't, you've never seen Polio. He's like five two, and the only reason he's <laughs> <bad> got <laughs> jockeys because he's too fat. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not not a way, a while ago, I
1: probably could have made it. Yeah, you know, he I mean, could have made it in, in old age. I've I've kind of gained a few pounds, <laughs>
0: so uh, yeah. Just that's just that's bizarre to me that they would have a that big of a school would have that limited number of sports, mm-hmm. I don't yeah, know, and not offer.
2: I, just, I don't they, think KU does either, though. I think it's a Kansas thing not to have softball. I don't know what it is.
1: Huh. Uh, I wonder if Wichita State has it because they're the best of the three in all in all sports. In all sports, yeah, that's,
2: football? that's not yes. true. Well, they they might be better in basketball. Arguably, they're better in basketball than K State. I wouldn't say they're better in basketball than KU. However,
0: let's go. With, let's well, well, hold on.
1: Can, about, can I ahead. ask a question real sure. quick? You're from? Are you in school in Kansas? Yeah. Why is it KU? Why can't they just use because of the University of Kansas? They're not. Well, Kansas they can't University. use because
2: UK as as because. University of Kentucky used it first, so they had to use different uh, – well, That's right. well, It's well, part of a logo, a trademark. If you studied media of law, you cannot wait, 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 use the it, same it, logo wait, or wife, trademark.
0: His wife is a trademark, trademark attorney, so I okay. would not go uh, – <laughs> Gotcha. Okay. But, I'm
2: just saying like you can't have the same – But uh, back when they
1: started, it seems like they could have just – I mean I doubt that it was that's, trademark that's the reason. too much. much. That's, because there's got to be some other schools out there that back, have the same. Mike's
0: got going back to the historical, like the 1920s. Yeah, when they, yeah, they first I started, started,
1: they had to have been able to be okay. I'm going to be, you know, UK. I'm the University of Kansas.
2: Yeah, I think that because there was already a univers- UK un- University of Kentucky, and they were the more uh, historical. Um, well, team I mean, in, in terms man, of...
0: That'd be tough to say because a lot of... Kansas, Kansas was very a, good too. I'm just saying that basketball sto- this, I say this is, basketball is what basketball I was Eagles told
2: when I was in Kansas, mm-hmm. was that it was because Kentucky had already established themselves and that was their logo. And you don't want to take the same logo as somebody else. You don't want to be confusing uh, teams if you're like, yeah, I'm going for UK and people are confused now. But see, no,
0: where did Adolph Rupp go to college? I don't know. Kansas. Mm. Yeah, I mean, that's... Uh, the, yeah. And I, the guy
2: who invented basketball... James Naismith. Yeah, yeah. was that's, in Kansas, but... Yeah.
0: And then uh, I think Dean Smith went to Kansas. Yeah. And I, I, I'm i almost positive, like, I you know, Kansas is kind of... That, that whole area, actually, in the Big 12, you know, with Henry Iba at Oklahoma State, Fall mm. Allen at Kansas, and the coaches that kind of came out of those coaching trees is really kind of where it all... Yeah. So I, I would have trouble, like you, thinking that historically Kansas was not a... <coughs> Excuse me. Should use the cough button. Uh it was not yeah. a, a bigger deal than uh Yeah. than Kentucky at that time. When yeah. those things would be rectified. Yeah. It's a yeah. very interesting point, polio. So, oh.
1: that's yeah. uh, it. It's always, always kind of confused. Me. So he doesn't like Kansas. I
0: yeah. would think the, I mean is the rivalry there The
2: rivalry likes- is not as big as like UK or L, but it's it's a pretty decent rivalry. Because
0: you guys wear purple. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is, but, right.
2: but uh, if apparently I've talked to some Canadian people, they they're claimed to famous basketball, and you're like, well, it, yeah, sure, it was invented by a Canadian guy, but it was in the United States. It was yeah. invented for people in America. That's why we're so good at it. it is,
1: is Canada the future of basketball? Because they've been very Canada's good, been very good, very good recently in they're terms just scratching of
0: the surface. I mean, about this, uh, you know, it was about this time last year when we had uh, the the head of the uh, CIA bounce the biggest A you probably Tony McIntyre.
1: Which they're an extremely good team, and
0: he sat Ooh. here on this radio show almost exactly a year ago and said that Anthony Bennett was going to be the only one pick in the draft. And uh, you know, and now you probably looking, thought he was crazy. Hell yeah, I thought it
2: was crazy. I think yeah. everybody thought he was crazy.
0: And now he's looking. at... I
1: still think it's crazy. What are you average? Three three points a game? Yeah, I mean, that draft, <laughs> I think that he averaged a little yeah. bit more than that. that I, I really terrible. don't think so. He was like three sure or terrible. four points a game.
0: The draft was terrible.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: I mean. It was, well. although you're seeing a lot of those guys out of that draft come and, and be pretty good role players. Yeah. And Gorgie's mm. showing that he's yeah. going to be a good role player. Yeah. Uh, Vic Oladipo, who I I I, I really great. like Oladipo. Uh, yeah, I thought he was great. watching
1: his watching the combine and his workouts. were. It was just amazing to see what he can do, the athleticism. And the fact that he was not a highly recruited player going to Indiana was is incredible to me that Indiana could sneak that one in.
0: Um, and then even a, a guy, you know, I, I thought Steve Adams was in major trouble of not doing well at that level, and he's even put in some good minutes. Uh, I mm. I just, you know, and then obviously Michael Carter-Williams, who's probably mm-hmm. the best player in that draft, uh, if if it's not um,
1: no. Do you feel like this draft class, is because this
2: was supposed well, to be a really good say, draft class.
0: What I was gonna, originally going to say is the candidates looking like they're going to have back-to-back. First round, I mean, number one pick. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. That is pretty wild. And, uh, you know, you talk about uh, Canada draft picks. A lot of these Canadian players want to play for the Raptors. So we'll see if the Raptors can draft some of their own players. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. No, I
0: mean, that would be huge for that area. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You get a lot of those fans to buy in. And, uh, you're, as when Tony was on the radio show last year, he was talking about how they're just scratching the surface of, of getting these kids playing basketball at a young age. And, um, you know, there's obviously a lot of talent up there. Yeah. It's not just Shray Thomas and, you
2: know. No, it's... Uh, Bernard yeah. Cote. <laughs> that and the rise of the Raptors, you know, if yeah. they continue to be a playoff team, because which... Because of Patrick Patterson. Yeah, because of Patrick Patterson. If they continue to uh, be a playoff team, they could He only be, likes the Raptors because they have purple in their colors. So yeah, yeah. he right. likes all purple teams. All purple. <laughs> so, I didn't say that I like the Raptors. <laughs> I was just saying that it would really help Canada if... Uh, a Canadian fan base in basketball if the Raptors continue well, to win. I think, it's
1: all, I think it's always fun when you have local guys at the professional team. Absolutely. Like if Cincinnati had you know they have a guy in that from that area, it's always exciting when the Reds right. have a guy like and that. And more so in
0: basketball because the the basketball players yeah. are more on the scene. I know I mean, if we had an NBA team right here that had two or three UK U players, you yeah. can't and tell me the Yum Center wouldn't
1: be And I know when the Grizzlies got uh Courtney Lee that was an exciting time for Western Kentucky. Not only did did he move, but he moved close to where the Western Kentucky fan base could see him and and actually watch those games consistently. So it's exciting to see a guy from your area play around you.
0: Mm-hmm. Another reason why the NBA would work here because you'd have guys from this area coming through. You know, with yeah. there's more uh, there's more. Cal's had more first round draft picks than Nick Saban. So just. You know, put that. that, thing, the, that yeah, it's pretty. That's pretty, pretty that's awesome. There
2: was the Kentucky Colonels, and they did win a, a championship and then
0: because of our government short sightedness We uh, we had an opportunity to stay in the NBA, and they didn't. So yeah, yeah. And uh, I'd love to get Lloyd Gardner on to talk about that at some time because <laughs> uh, he, he'll he'll fill it up. So but I mean, yeah, the Kentucky Colonels were they were a good team. They were won a national. Ch- they won a, a world championship, I guess, if you could call it yeah. that. Yeah, Hubie Brown is a coach. I mean, that's uh, they had. They were they were stacked. They, they had a lot game. of Kentucky
2: players too on that team. Uh,
0: Louis Dampier, yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe one of the best If Louis Dampier would have played with a oh, three point shot. That oh, that
2: would have been cr- deadly. Yeah.
0: So uh, it's uh, very interesting. I think I, I th- I'm one guy here who thinks pro basketball not only would work, but it helps put our city back on a major stage, and uh, it needed to it needs to happen. I yeah. think it, there's, there's some short sightedness. to
1: I, I'm not sold yet on it. Um, I think it really. Obviously, you know, the University of Louisville with their um agreement with the Um Center kinda of puts a stranglehold on, on it's not gonna happen. Where, where an NBA team would play. I mean they'd have to build a we whole build a new arena. They'd have to build a whole new arena. And uh um, four more bridges. <laughs> but uh, when's the bridge gonna be done?
0: Uh, I don't know. Are you really asking me that? This because because when I
1: moved here uh twenty years
0: ago or so,
1: um they they were still talking about building
0: the bridge. Well, they but they didn't like actually break. I know,
1: through. but it's been talking about it. But anyways, that's what that's sports. what we're good <laughs> at.
0: So, uh, all right, so we'll uh, we'll take a quick break here, and we will be right back on the weekend sports bus. All right, welcome back. Mike Gandolfo, Mike Polio, JT here on Brandon J. Lawrence's <clears throat> The Weekend Sports Bus, 1450 WXVW. We're going to go straight to the Oxmoor 4 Lincoln Buzz Line, which I haven't even gotten out the number yet. Oxmoor 4 Lincoln Buzz Line, <laughs> 502-384-1450. We'd love to have you call and uh, <clears throat> join the conversation. Uh, we're going to go straight there right now. We have the truth. Truth, I got one question for you real quick. Have you yeah. ever been to an IU uh, women's water polo game? No, sir. <laughs> All right. I think I think you need to make that happen. You know, we got
1: you got to support the whole athletics department.
0: Everybody. What's is, on? Is there
3: any good? <laughs> oh, let's,
0: I don't know. I'll check that out. What do yeah. you got for us, truth?
3: What about Indiana Pacers? What is going to be the off season for them? Do you see them breaking up the team?
0: Well, this is. Uh, we were actually talking about this before the show started. I'm going to let JT go first. <laughs>
2: I, uh, the truth, to be honest, I think that uh, Frank Vogel needs to be fired. I know that uh, some people may disagree with me, but uh, you know the Pacers have really don't have a superstar, but they have a lot of excellent players that could make a championship run if they have the right coach, I think, and the right discipline.
0: Uh, I've gonna...
3: got the right coach for them. Who's that? Tom Crean. No, no. <laughs> uh, the the next coach, Mike Woodson. Yeah. What about
2: Mark Jackson? Yeah, Mark like Jackson. Jackson. Mark Jackson.
1: He's not mentioned in anybody's list don't right now. I Understand that? I think he's a crazy. great coach.
2: So what? What I, he did with the Clippers? I, I think mean, it was crazy. Warriors.
1: I think it was crazy. He got fired from the Warriors. That was ridiculous. And, and the fact that he's not you, mentioned that, anybody's is, is absurd. Hey, truth.
3: I tell you. I tell you. Let me say something else. I tell you something else uh, that uh, the, they need to do. George Hill is not a starting point goal. He's a role player. Absolutely. They need to get rid of him, and uh, and they need to get they need to get a bigger shooting guard.
0: I think and that's nothing. yeah. I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about
1: getting rid of him, uh, but I definitely think you need you need a true point guard.
2: Maybe uh, a re- Ray John Mondo would be good. Yeah, Ray Mondo. Oh, yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, yeah. because Eric that guy Gordon. is a true point guard. Harry right Gordon.
0: You want Gordon? to come Yeah. Out? Come, yeah. There you go. Get the home yeah. hometown guy and. But I, I tell you what, I, the the Pacers should look at Mark Jackson uh, I mean, if they're going to get rid of Vogel. I don't think they. Uh, I don't
1: think they should. I, I, don't think they should. Um, I, I don't think they. I don't think they have a championship team. So that's where I disagree with you. I don't. I don't think they have the pieces. I don't think they have that superstar that gets them a championship team. I think Paul George is good, but I don't think he's that elite guy that takes them to a championship level. Well, so let's just say be-
0: if uh, if if it was just if it's Paul George, just like we can equate him to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan doesn't have Tony Parker. The Spurs aren't as good as they are, right? right. Yeah. They need a, you have, it's a guard league. It, so it if
2: you think that if potentially, this is crazy, the Pacers get Rondo, are they a championship team now if they have Rondo instead of George – or, or not George, instead of Hill running the point?
1: It, I think they're better because I think it gets Roy Hibbert some easier baskets, or easier at least looks it, at baskets. It, it, it gets, doesn't force It gets him. everyone easier. It okay, does, yeah. but it doesn't force him to just catch it in the post and – sit there and then make a terrible move like he's been doing all series. Yeah, serious. I mean,
2: how can you make him take better shots? Is it possible to get into his mind that he needs to not take these wild hook shots from twenty feet away?
1: Well I think it's the penetration he's that not Rondo Larry Bird. I think it's the penetration that Rondo will be able to create yeah. that will get that drop offs.
0: Yeah. Um, probably one of the guys a better shooter though. I mean that's what this
3: I got three people who the Pacers could pick on their team, and I believe they'd be the best team in the West. Now right. listen to this. Vic Oladipo. Zach,
0: LeBron James. Zach,
3: Zach Randolph.
0: Okay, Derby Classic guy.
3: Uh, Eric Gordon, and get Morris uh, uh, T, T uh, At T uh, because he'll be a free agent at uh, Baltimore. Uh, I mean, uh, I can't think Atlanta? of the No, where is Mar- he? Uh, no, his brother played in Kentucky. Yeah. Marquis T. T, yeah. Yeah, Jeff T. I, I, I get I get them three. That is a b- way a improving. That would be better improving what they got now. Well,
0: I don't know if Marquis steve's is a NBA player, but
1: yeah, I, I'm not I, sold on that. I mean, I <laughs> think you you're definitely improving in some spots, but I don't know if you're. No, Eric Gordon would be a great. Yeah, player I yeah, think that'd be a then, good.
0: Yeah, I don't. I don't.
2: Well, know. I don't know how you'd get uh, the Grizzlies to get rid of. Uh, <laughs> you know. Right, yeah. They get rid of you know, him. That, that's, well. their, that's their guy. I mean, him and Marcus all. Yeah. You if you're the
0: Grizzlies, well, a, those another. are the two guys
3: you want We're, to keep. let Ron- my colleague, Mike Conley. Mike Conley. Yeah.
0: There's I'm,
3: I'm,
1: I'm going to go back to it. Ray John Rondo is the key. Here's how it's going to happen. <laughs> the Celtics are going to draft Alfred Payton from the University of Louisiana Lafayette, who is going to be an outstanding professional point guard. They're going to draft him with, I think, the 16th pick. A year with him, and then get rid of Rondo, send him to the Pacers. Hmm. Oh, get ready okay. for it.
2: Okay. My, well, Mike, what's now.
3: going on? What's going on in the college, right?
0: I'm just now starting to get into things a little bit. I'm actually going to be heading out uh, to the NBA top NBA uh, Players Association does like this top 100 camp at UVA. I'll be heading there uh, in a couple weeks, and uh, I'll have a much better handle of what's going on. So things are just now starting to heat up. Um, you know, you're not really seeing a whole lot of commitments or anything yet. So you're just this summer's gonna be interesting though. I think there's gonna be a lot of action going on this summer. So they're... I've
3: been keeping up with this one AAU team out of Michigan called Team Michigan.
0: Okay.
3: Uh they got they got a pretty good team. I don't I know a little bit about they got one little point goal. He's not he's coming up on the scene now. He's like he's gonna be a top one hundred player. All right. Yeah. Good deal, man. So I'm a, I'm gonna let y'all go, and uh, San Antonio's gonna win the na- uh, NBA championship.
0: Well, actually, that's the right. truth. That's actually I like what, that we were talking about that that too. And then just real quick about the uh, Indiana women's water polo team, seventh in the country,
1: hey, fourteen and zero in seventh the conference, seventh in the
0: country, fourteen and zero in conference, twenty four and seven overall. That's that's where that's women's where water polo. That's where here. IU. I think I'm going to go see
2: a game now. I mean, that's intense. That, that's where
1: IU. That's where they make their money. Forget basketball. <laughs> women's water polo. That's
3: right. That's right. Hey, don't forget about the baseball team. We no, make money this week,
0: no, no, Oh, I, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. All right, Truth. We'll talk to you later, man. Bye-bye. All right. The Truth always coming, bringing the heat with the IU yeah. stuff. So, there you go. We're, we're uh, dogging on Indiana's having a uh, women's water polo team, and
1: they're, but, they're excellent. But remember that name, Alfred Payton. Alfred G- Payton. Re- get ready. Get ready. The Sun Sunbelt Conference. Sun Belt Conference. He's going to Represent- explode in- Exploding in the league. He's leaving early. He people don't want to work out with him. He's that good. It's uh you
0: know, exciting times going down at Western Kentucky leaving the Sunbelt Conference.
1: It is, it is. Every and Conference USA is starting to pop up, it's on the football stadium. Now that unfortunately our baseball team lost and you know, we're we're actually completely done with the Sunbelt. Um so Conference USA is starting to pop up everywhere. People are really excited about it. Uh, we're going to be able to renew some rivalries with Middle Tennessee, Old Dominion. Uh, it's it's a it's an exciting time at Western.
0: So and then, have, just having the the step up, obviously the Conference USA name mm-hmm. brings a little bit more heat yeah. than uh, the Sun Belt. Although, uh, yeah. The Sun Belt's been good to Western. For, it has. For it,
1: I know football has been exciting with Jeff Brom uh, getting the coach, and actually we, they just uh, threw out that over the last uh, seven or. Over the last three seasons, Western has had more wins than anybody else in Conference USA in football. Wow! So, right, I mean, it's a, a winning program going in there.
0: So. And then they've been very fortunate to be able to t- go from Willie Taggart to yeah. to Petrino for a year Yeah, and, and then bring in a guy like Jeff Brom who uh, is getting his first chance as a head coach. But, it is, yeah, it's his first chance as a head coach. And, he'll do, and do we, do we were talking
1: with. about athletic directors. Uh, Todd Stewart down there has done a great job of hiring. Uh, I mean, obviously hired some really good football coaches and – uh, probably hired the best basketball coach. So
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray
1: Ray Harper's pretty good. Yeah, he's yeah. Good. He's, he's got a pretty good name around the state of Kentucky.
0: So. <laughs> so, all right, uh, we got about five minutes left to go here. Let's let's go back to this NBA thing because I, I the, the other topic I want to get into here after the break is, you know, uh, since we have someone here representing the Big Twelve, how fortunate Louisville was that the Big Twelve took West Virginia and not them. Yeah. Uh, and where the Big Twelve is and all that kind of stuff right now. Let's get into a little bit more NBA talk. Okay. Spurs look like they're going to be facing the heat. I would I would be shocked if it's not the Spurs at this point. Is it going to go seven? Is that because Because so far it's been
1: five blowouts at home, at the home courts.
0: The NBA playoffs were so good in the first round, and after that they've been.
1: It hasn't been as good. It has not been
0: great. No. Uh, uh, and I
1: think a lot of that disappointment with the Pacers. I mean, the Pacers have been disappointing to watch.
0: I think the Spurs now, knowing who they're going to play, I think they're just going to end it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, Popovich did a great job of, you know, getting. His, they were having trouble with Serge Ibaka, and they did a great job of getting him away from the basket, which yeah, created a lot of. Putting
2: Matt Bonner out the three mm-hmm. point line, that was a good strategy, I think. Which, which
1: a lot of people questioned that when it was happening. But, you know, it really got him, spread the floor. They were able to drive and kick and. You know well, that's why he's the best coach in the league.
2: Yeah, well, anybody who questions old Pop probably <laughs> needs to take a back seat. But I'm know. You know. I mean, going tell good. you, I mean, the
0: guy has been no matter what he's got. Pop and Duncan together, super. I mean, it's just an unbelievable combo. It is.
2: Well, he, Pop has been great at getting those good centers. I mean, David Robinson, Tim Duncan. You talk about guys that are Hall of Famers. I mean, Pop does it.
1: Yeah, and it's the way they their whole system is built, in and getting the foreign players and. They have a gr- great use of scouts uh, to get the gr- really good forum players that really fit their
0: system. Yeah. Um, then we got so we're all thinking that it's going to be the Spurs. Is that yeah, that's correct? right. I think so. Yep. Yeah. Spurs and Heat. You got the truth went on. Thought it's going to be the Spurs. Who Who you all like? I I got to go with Pop and the Spurs.
1: Uh, I think this. I think this is the year they could get them. Um, trying to hopefully, you know. If they can hold uh, Dwyane Wade, I think that's the
0: that's the big thing. Now, where you're from, or is everybody like an OKC fan?
2: Uh, pretty much OKC. Um, you know, I think the Spurs though are too much for OKC. Kevin Durant's great. Love Kevin Durant. Hard work beats talent when talent fails to work hard. Right. He loves to say, but Spurs.
0: Well, I mean, the, the and the, we've talked about this before. The difference really there is Tony Parker versus Westbrook. is right. just not a winner. Westbrook
2: yeah, no. is not Tony Parker. That's no. for sure. And I'm not he should be. So he has he has yeah. the talent too, but he's uh, too erratic yeah. when he plays. I think and Tony Parker's that calm, cool guy who plays well under pressure, poised yep. under pressure. That's Tony Parker's. That, that's his middle mm. name, pretty much. Poise under pressure, and so I think the Spurs are gonna. Yeah. Well, I mean, I,
0: and when you really come down to it, I think it comes down to um, the Spurs guys all really understanding and accepting the role. And I just don't think Westbrook understands that he's not the number one option. Yeah. 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 I mean, your he, number no one option one is Kevin Durant. Yeah. Well, uh,
2: yeah, and when he scores 40 points, sure, they win, but he can't score 40 points every night or most nights no. he can't. I
0: would say it's uh, actually probably not good for him. And it,
1: no. and it's, he's such a high-volume scorer. He's got he's to shoot the ball a lot to be be that 40-point yeah. scorer that takes a lot out of honestly, uh, probably the second-best player if, in the league. Yeah, honestly, if fans. the
2: Thunder had uh, a player like Rondo or somebody who would pass the ball to Durant mm-hmm. first, I think they'd be a better team. Yeah. But, yeah, they don't.
1: Um, but I was thinking about this yesterday. Of that, there are a lot of fans out there that don't like the NBA. They love basketball, don't like the NBA because I that would be one of them. Because I,
0: don't, I wouldn't say I don't like the NBA. I'm just the,
1: a lot of people there. don't like it because it's not a team game. It's a lot of individual one on one. But I think if you watch the Spurs, you will see a completely different yeah, game. Good, I think that's the Spurs are are the way basketball is meant to be played. And they share the ball really well. I mean, they I think they had 23 assists the other night. Yeah. Uh, shot 50% from the three. I mean, just it was a great game the to watch.
2: Celtics used to be like that with Rondo and the big three. That yeah. was so much fun it to watch. It was fun to it watch. It didn't matter what what game it was. It was and, great. and to be honest,
1: the Heat are pretty good at sharing the ball. I yeah. mean, obviously, a lot of it goes through LeBron because he's the best player in the world. But uh, unquestionably,
2: Unfortunate
1: Absolutely. Yes, I agree. Uh, not even, yeah. I don't think it's even close. Is Grant second? Uh, yes.
3: Yeah. I, yeah. I would um, agree
1: with that, but you know th- I think they do a pretty good job of sharing the ball. He does sometimes too good of a job of sharing the ball. I th- I feel like by the way,
0: Kobe's old yeah. and, and done. So <laughs> anyone who wants to stay, it's Kobe. You guys,
1: yeah, are yeah. Off your Kobe,
2: yeah. Kobe hasn't been the best player in his time. A yeah. All
1: right. Now you're obviously from you were in Kansas. Did you go to any OKC games?
2: I, I'm, I'm wearing Kansas State, but OKC is like five hours away, and with me working three jobs plus ra- being the sports director yeah. for a radio making, station. <laughs> And going to school yeah. full-time, it's kind of impossible to kind yeah. of get There were a lot of excuses them. in that sentence right yeah. there. It there was. yeah, There was a down. lot of excuses. <laughs> uh, I did, did watch a lot of games on TV, just wasn't able to. But it, it's amazing to me how
0: you get west of the Mississippi and all the cities are so spread away. Yeah. Five five like, hours, like, you know, within five hours of the level, we could be like in like eight major cities. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, but, again, you know, they talk about the NBA, about the crowd, and, you know, it's just not it, – it takes a lot away from the game. I think OKC is one of those – uh, places really where it's almost a college atmosphere yeah. for an NBA game, which is exciting. Well,
2: they do have two college towns nearby in yeah. the Sooners and the Cowboys. So yeah. uh, they had a lot of college fans to go to the game. Yeah. All right,
0: that's it for our first hour. We'll be uh, right back here on the Weekend Sports Buzz, brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence. You're listening to the Weekend Sports Buzz. Tell us your thoughts on the oxmoor Ford Lincoln Buzz Line at 384-1450. Welcome back, sports fans. Uh, Mike and Ndoffel here with Mike Polio and JT. We are here on the Weekend Sports Buzz, brought to you by Brandon J. Lawrence. I want to just remind you again that you can always listen to the replay of this show on LiveSportsCaster.com. You can actually go to LiveSportsCaster.com livesports, and start your own show. Really? You no, know, your own podcast. I, I can do that? You can do that. You don't need me at all. You can go on your uh, own. Well, I'm going to break off then. That's fine. You know, just succeed like <laughs> Northern California. Will
1: anybody just listen to me by myself? Um, no one does. Okay. Uh, anyway. So. Well, you
2: could ask the truth. Not, Maybe he'll call back in and let <laughs> you know.
0: <laughs> and then we got, uh, you know, we're, we're getting to some NBA talk here at the end of the last hour. So I think we should continue that on to. um Couple of things that have happened in the last couple of days with the LA Clippers situation. Uh, two things that I find fairly significant: a) that someone would pay two billion dollars for the worst sports franchise of the last thirty years, and the fact that Donald Sterling now has had some doctors say that he's had Alzheimer's for the last three and a half, three years, three to five years. Uh-huh.
1: Um. Yeah. I, on. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. On the first thing you said to say it's the worst franchise. I, there is some upside to the franchise. Just saying it's where the, they are right now. To, to say it's the worst franchise in the last thirty years. That's not giving it any credit for the fact that there is
0: winning percentage wise, they're the worst. Yeah, yes, yeah, but there is the so,
1: there is some upside. The TV contract is a huge upside. The market. They they obviously market. They they have a good coach in place. They have some good players in place. They 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 are winning right now. So there is some upside. Is it a two billion dollar franchise? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, what was it? What was it appraised at? Like seven seven hundred? I think,
0: I think according
2: to Wikipedia.
1: Well, that's a good source. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, excellent. Let's source. just go with that source <laughs> right now. It's you know. That's where I go though. So that's that's where they fail you on papers <laughs> is when you use Wikipedia. But. According to Wikipedia, and again, i just saying what my source is. Well, I saw this year and now it's gone.
1: Which is part Which is of Wikipedia. Is there?
0: <laughs> Uh, they, But I, I thought it was like just under $700 million is what the appraised value was.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what I heard. And what did he buy it for, like 15 mil? Two, oh, he bought it for yeah. 12 12 mil. Twelve mil. And then now he is, which is the greatest racist comment ever made that now it is worth. His statement is now worth $2 billion.
2: Well, it is.
1: I mean, that's really what, because he, he said that he had to sell. And at the spot they are in now, he's able to get two billion dollars.
2: Wow! I mean, we're basically give, rewarding him for being a racist. I mean, well, more or less, he's got to pay capital gains on that. He, yeah, yes. Uh, yes I, I'm just I, I feel that, terrible though.
1: for him. I f- I really feel bad for him. And the what was the fine that he, which was the highest fine that he could pay?
0: Right, it was two and a half million dollars.
1: Two and a half million. So that's going to take a chunk out of that. Yeah. Uh, Still though, he has Still though,
0: I heard he has that in his underwear drawer. Yeah,
1: I think so. Because he's worth one point nine it's it's a shame one point nine billion that is it'll yeah. be good to have him out of the league, even though before that no one really knew who he was, but it'll be good to have him out, and I would actually prefer it if he was out of the league without them having to vote
0: uh conspiracy theories on this whole thing
3: mm.
0: as far as the uh as far as it comes down to the Alzheimer's thing with the doctor. That seems really fishy to me. Yeah. I think, I mean, listen, no question the guy's not right in the head in some ways. But I'm wondering if this is a whole way to make him look okay and it kind of almost excuse what happened. Doesn't
1: he have prostate cancer too now? Wasn't
0: that the word? I
1: don't know. I've heard a lot of different things. This
2: is what I heard on the radio coming back home, you know, in the nice 11 hour drive back to Kentucky. But, uh, They were saying that he had made a statement saying he was never going to sell the franchise, right? But right. then his lawyer had produced a document which he had signed that said he was going to sell the franchise. That was the example. That I think he was the thing is all posturing. It
0: was all posturing to make him yeah. like almost look excusable uh, for what happened. I, I just and still make this profit.
1: I just hope it doesn't. He can't fight this in court at all. I hope it goes through smooth. Uh, that it's sold. Well, and, and again, I would prefer there not to be a vote on kicking him out of the league because, as bad
0: as his statement, well, he were, can't do anything now because he's mentally incompetent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his wife has the right to sell the team. Yeah, she right. sold the team for two billion bucks. Yeah, yeah, she did. I mean, it's, uh, the least now she should just take it and run.
2: Yeah, I'm just kidding. Man.
0: I'm just the only thing I'm shocked about is that they didn't find a minority owner for this thing. They went to a white guy. But I mean, yeah. if the money's there, I guess you got to go. Money talks. Yeah. You got to go with the because money. Because the other owners are going to vote to do it. Because a two billion dollar valuation on that's, a franchise that's only worth seven hundred million that, well, is good for everybody. Yeah, yeah. that's it's good. Just for the, like it's great, great for the I Lakers. It's if your next door neighbor sells their house for two billion dollars, you're in good shape with yeah. your house.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, that that and the fact that uh, yeah, the, it's right. You mentioned right next to the Lakers, you're going to get the Lakers are going to be worth a lot more if they want to. Uh, I mean, they're going to be
1: four. Four billion. I mean, because the brand's worth more. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I the mean, because they probably have. I get they have a better TV deal. They have a better. They have better. You're gonna get better quicker with them just because of the brands.
2: Did Did and, you hear that uh, Oprah was thinking about buying it? This was like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Awesome!
1: So. They could do like really cool giveaways. Uh, yeah, she has. I think really good chai tea at Starbucks
0: now. <laughs> yeah. They could start selling that at the <laughs> L.A. stadium. They could put the Oprah signature thing at the <laughs> midcourt. It's the uh, L.A. Oprah. <laughs> All right. You of, get a team. You get a team. Yeah. Speaking of uh, big yeah. Oprah fans, let's go to the Oxmoor-Ford Lincoln buzz line. We have Carolina Steve. All right. Carolina, how's it going?
4: Just fine. And for the, y'all's information, the Celtics will not take that guy from Lafayette or Oprah. Uh, uh, Wherever from Louisiana he's from, he's going to some from East Carolina. going to take that draft pick for Love with the Minnesota Timberwolves.
0: That'd be interesting. Mm. Go get Kevin Love. Why? Well, why do you feel that?
4: Every word that I've been reading, he wants to go. He'd love to go to Boston
1: because he they do have two two high draft picks. They have the sixth, I believe it's the sixth sixth pick, and then they also have one in like the sixteen or 17s. Are you saying they would have to trade both picks?
0: Not worth it. No,
4: I, I just said they it. would trade one pick and probably Rondo for it.
1: Okay. Hmm. See, I think they would trade – I think they would have to trade the highest pick for it. And that's why That's why I think uh, – I that's why I think um Alfred Payton would be there because they're projecting him in the 15 to 20 range is is why I think that he'll be a good fit there.
0: So the, the second pick
4: that's out yeah, yeah, the they, second they pick. I also want to bring in somebody else off free agency for that. And yeah. one thing I do want to give a shout-out to a local athlete, 17 years old, from Holy Cross. Okay. He was on television yesterday. His name is Ben Rhodes, and he raced yesterday in the Camping World Truck Series at Dover. And tonight he races in one of the best venues for uh, racing, Winston Salem, North Carolina. He's going to race it. Bowman Grace Stadium, better known as the Madhouse.
0: Well, that's 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 awesome. 17 so year you know, guy from across—that's phenomenal. It is that's great. That's great, man. Hopefully, he makes it and gets all the way up to NASCAR. And, and uh, yeah, because again, that Sprint Cup. I mean,
1: and and again, like we were talking with the professional teams, that'd be great to have a, a local guy. Um, you know, with the Kentucky Motor Speedway right up
0: the road. And, and they're talking, you know, the drivers love Kentucky Motor Speedway. Yeah. I mean it's 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 one of their favorite tracks, isn't it, Carolina?
4: Yeah, uh the Madhouse actually, if y'all ever watch the History Channel, they did a whole year with the series on a season at the Madhouse. And it uh made it real, real famous from that. But they what it's played, it's a quarter mile track around the football field at Worcester salem state university wow and uh there's some bumping averages, and going on there <laughs> it averages twenty thousand people a week for uh for weekly racing
0: that's uh that's pretty awesome i mean i, I can only imagine there's a lot of a uh, lot of contact that happens on a quarter mile track so
4: oh it is it's uh uh, I don't know if y'all have ever heard the definition, but you have to use your chrome horn there a lot.
0: <laughs> Just kind rubber. of nudge people on the way. And it's,
4: it's good and everything. And uh, I do want to say, uh, people, get out and watch. The best college playoffs there are is college baseball, bar none. It's better than basketball and everything. And you've got two teams from your uh, from the state. Out there playing, go watch them. Go support whoever that you want to. It's going to be good. Whoever wins that one, though, is going to meet up with the Heisman Trophy winner, Mr. James, James Winston. Winston and Florida State University.
2: Yeah, and that's
4: th- going to be something that this is my favorite sport <laughs> in college to watch.
2: They may be getting his autograph while they're out there. Autograph, get some crabs. That's right. <laughs>
0: so. All right, thanks, uh, thanks, Carolina. We'll talk to you next week. The uh,
4: okay, we will. Goodbye.
0: All right, buddy. Uh, uh, Carolina did bring up the point, you know, I, and I I've brought this up before. I would love for the NCAA tournament to go to the same format as the baseball tournament. If the basketball tournament went to the same format as the baseball tournament, oh, I don't know, be terrible. That, that Are you would, kidding me? It, it would be. be- Awesome. Oh,
1: no, it's uh,
0: oh. these little four-game double elimination sounds like
1: what? Who who brought this out? You got this from? Um, I did not get from anybody. This is out of my own brain. No, you did not. Because they are. They said it on ESPN Game Day, and I can't think of who which. That would be Which brutal. Because they were talking. It
2: would be brutal. Brutal. Because Jay, no Bill-
1: Jay Billis more wants is to go down good. to 32 games. Thirty-two. It, the 32 way it games. is, we though, it's to to all 60 the 60.
2: hype. You, you lose and you're out. It's the thrill of one mm. game at a time, yes. elimination. Yes. That's the thrill yes. of March Madness. That's what it is. Yes. Don't bring this up again. No. I I mean, I think it would be I uh, Colin play by play in St. Louis this year. That was that was a real could, thrill right there because you lose and you're out. You win and you go on. I mean, that's that's. Could you imagine if we it's had a super
0: game. regional matchup between UK and U of L? best of three. How awesome that would be! Uh, I'm not even dignifying this.
1: This is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> All right, let's talk hockey. This is written. No, I'm not talking yeah, hockey either. Yeah. I I, I, I told you the, at the start that I was not going to talk. Who's hockey. in the
0: Stanley Cup Finals?
1: I don't know yet. It's uh, it's not been decided yet.
0: Well, one team's the Rangers. One team is decided. I didn't wear
2: my sweater today. The '94 Rangers. I, we I, need I, Mark Messier yeah, coming back I, here.
0: I, and that's in <laughs> the same time OJ Simpson and his white Bronco going. Down. It's <laughs> all happened at the same time. I know exactly where I was. So. <laughs> yeah. um, I've got my Mark Messier. Stand. Yes, the
1: Rangers are in the Stanley Cup. Who? The Rangers, that is correct. It's, it's about time they've yeah. reached the Stanley yeah. Cup again. Yes, yeah. it is about time. 94 you know, for a New
0: York team in general. The, I know it's well, then besides the, the, the yeah. Knicks have been to the championship, but they haven't won anything, so no, yeah. Uh, but yes, the Rangers are in the Stanley Cup finals, and they do have the best goalie. They uh, absolutely do not. You're a yes, you're, you're goalie a, in hockey, you're a playoff Henrik
1: hockey. Lundqvist. Your Tuca Rask is by far the best. How do you do? He is by far the best. It's he's not, got, he's it, got a
0: six foot nine guy in front of him blocking everything. He,
1: he has a he has a better goals against average. He, he has had more shutouts, uh, more wins in the regular season. More. I, I mean, I'd have
2: to agree with you. I think most people would say who've watched hockey that that he is the best goalie at mm-hmm. least during the regular season. Yeah, I mean.
1: and he still may get the Vezina Trophy for the best goalie, uh, best goaltender. So then I'll really be able to shove that in your face. <laughs> All right, uh, but you, but you're just admit it. You're a playoff hockey fan. You're not really a hockey fan. I you're do, a playoff hockey. I fan. I do. You're not like me. Pay
0: attention during the re- during the regular season when the playoffs come. I usually know where the Rangers are in the standings.
1: Yeah. I catch almost every Boston Bruins game that I. You catch. watch every Boston Bruins. almost every. I have the you, NHL package that I watch like, on my computer. You, I catch almost. I've I probably watched during the basketball eighty percent. I probably watch 80%. I'm in my hotel room I'm on the road watching hockey games. Mm. Well, like replays? You
2: sound like people from St. Louis watching the blues games. Yeah. I
1: mean, it, it it's a big deal. But you been to that,
2: by the way? You've been to the blues? Uh, I have not been to a blues game, but when we were up there doing play-by-play, we stayed just across the river and in, in Illinois at a buddy of mine's house. And. They were watching blues during March Madness, and I'm like, "This is crazy," because I'm a basketball person, right? And they're watching hockey, you yeah, know? They're, and I was like, "What's going you, on?" You're here?
1: just like all those Chicago Blackhawks fans out there that don't have any idea about Chicago Blackhawks, but then playoff time, they put on a T-shirt and they walk, put on, put on the '88 King, shirt. And, and walk around <laughs> that. Uh, you know, like they they are Chicago Blackhawks fans, so.
0: That
2: you're a playoff hockey fan. I don't understand that because Chicago Blackhawks have an excellent team. Why wouldn't you be a fan the whole year? Uh, but listen, I, the
0: the Carolina brought up that the the college World Series, the baseball playoffs are the best. His favorite NCAA event, which you know, it's really good. It, it is, is really good. good. I I don't I don't get into it a ton. Um, I, I don't just,
1: I don't like metal bats. I, it's I was about to say that's a huge problem for me. I hate you know when they swing the bat and just hearing that ting. Yeah, yeah. it's. Not me. It's just, you lose a little bit. You need the crack. And the then, crack uh, of the bat is yeah. the heart of the game. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> JT, bring it. But in the home run derby, should they use
0: aluminum bats? I think that would be fun. Just to see how far the yeah, – You uh, might kill fans. <laughs> <laughs> you literally would kill fans. Uh, the, uh, the But the Stanley Cup playoffs, is it the best of the professional sports? I I, playoffs, I, I, mm. I love the Stanley Cup okay. playoffs. The Stanley
2: o- Cups are good. The only
1: thing that I have a problem with in terms of the playoffs in hockey is a lot of times you have the best team loses a lot of times in the first round. And so a lot of times like, you'll have – So the
0: other team had a more successful season.
1: Yes. Yeah, I mean, in the end. That's yeah. a, it all comes down to playoff success. So the Rangers have
0: had a more successful but, season
1: than the Bruins. <laughs> this, oh, boy. This year, yes. All right. Um. But that it's, it's happened a lot that the best team has not. And I think as a playoff system, you should want your best teams to be in the championship. I mean, I think that should be the goal. So uh, then college football is the only one that really gets it right. No, because...
2: Well, I mean, isn't that why March Madness off? is so exciting? Because you well, have, they weren't like, the, yeah, they weren't the Kentucky best an 8th seed, not, seed the and then UConn a 7th seed but, in the... in the yeah,
1: yeah, but I still think... I mean, I think if you look at ratings and stuff, I think when you have the the best teams, you're, you're going to have the best ratings. You're going to have the most fan interaction with it.
2: I don't know. I think underdogs, when underdog teams are in, people are going to watch more as a, like a normal fan. Yeah. Sure, you're not going to get... If Kentucky's not in, you don't get all those bluegrass fans. But uh, uh, no, they still watch. I I, I think but, you just
0: want the excellence. I, I kind of I'm gonna go polar here. I mean, the under underdog's a good story, but you still want the excellence. Nah, nah. Let's talk about this. though. we gotta get to the break. So yeah. let's we we'll are go to a break. We'll be right back on the Brand J Lawrence Weekend Sports bus. Welcome back, sports fans. Mike Gandolfo here with Mike Polio and JT. This is the Brandon J. Lawrence Weekend Sports Buzz. We were talking a little hockey about how much we like the, uh, the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we were talking about the uh, cool atmosphere at OKC. Every hockey venue, those like that yeah. The Stanley Cup. And I think that's what makes it awesome. It is. And you were, you were saying if there was any one way that they could capture that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's the one sport, and I think it's always tough with sports that are so fluid to really capture the how how much excitement there is at the game. But if they could ever figure a way to capture
0: the excitement that's at a game on TV, you'd have a lot more hockey fans. And, you know, and Haven popped in here for a little bit beforehand before he went to a birthday party and uh, was talking about bringing back another arena football team. Mm-hmm. And you, you brought the fact that Having another minor league hockey team, I loved having yeah. minor league hockey team. Oh, that'd be great! They were a lot of fun. They to were watch. tons of fun. You go to those River Frogs yeah. games, the, mm-hmm. the Louisville IceHawks, and yeah, well,
1: Cincinnati. I went up to Cincinnati. Uh, those guys fight, man. They, it was it was packed. I mean, yeah. they had
0: a great crowd. They um, it was a lot of fun to watch them. I mean, they they go out there and it's just uh, it's it, uh, you know any of those small yeah. sports are hard to unless you're mm-hmm. doing something like the bats. Yeah, it's hard to make it, but. Yeah. I loved going to those games.
1: Uh, I always wanted them to do the, you know, um, which I I don't know if it was rumored or whether they actually had it, but if they could redo the gardens downtown and turn that into an ice rink. and They'd have to do a lot of work on it to make it.
0: Ice rink slash homeless shelter?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But the biggest complaint I hear about hockey is that it's got too many rules. And which I don't understand that because
0: football has so many oh, rules, so many more rules. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I yeah. think what you have is you have penalties being called. It's kind of like watching field hockey, where people watch field hockey, they have no idea the whistle blows, no one knows what happened. Yeah. So ice hockey's got these penalties calling, them, and everyone's like, "Well, what what happened?" Yeah, you know? but it's really not that hard. It's not. It's not too difficult. Yeah, you, you
1: yeah. pick up on it pretty quick. But
2: tripping and slashing and all that, and then, yeah. anything
1: with offsides. Yeah, yeah, offsides is is tough. Uh, it's I think it's worse than soccer.
0: Uh, that's what it's like. What the, I think the, the
1: soccer offsides is, is, is worse, worse
0: because then it's because that's based off a person, not it's a off a of
1: persons. And then once the ball is kicked, you can you can what about you can go offsides, offsides and yeah, yeah, football has offsides. Yeah. People like football, <laughs> yeah,
0: football different, different offsides. Football but, has
1: a racket on everything. It's 365 days a year of talking about football.
0: Well, you know, we don't talk a ton of football, we
1: don't talk a ton of football, but every every day there's a football show on. There it
2: is. It's amazing how how
0: they can do that. And they're milking this Johnny Manziel thing Mm. for as much as they possibly can. They will.
2: They will continue to do that.
0: Well, it's going to be great because it's going to be awesome when he just totally falters.
2: (laughs) They were talking, too, about how he wanted to only take online classes at Texas uh, A&M. And I'm not sure if
0: you were aware of He was in Austin more than he was in Texas A&M from what I understand. uh,
2: Yes, because he apparently people wouldn't stop bothering him at his university after he won the Heisman. And normally, you know, you win the Heisman, you go on to the draft. Well, he didn't, so because he a, couldn't. Yeah. So apparently, he got so much bother from it that he wanted to, he, that he just took online classes. But he also
0: signed autographs just out of the goodness of his heart, which was really nice. He didn't get paid anything for it. So. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not excusing him. I'm just saying that Mike
0: uh, wouldn't graduate from college if it wasn't for online courses. Yeah. I, I actually I, don't, I actually yeah. didn't do well on online courses. Thank you very
1: much. <laughs> I actually liked in person classes no, I,
0: better. We, we were talking about that actually uh, a couple of days ago with my wife because my wife is going to go ahead and get her real estate license. And uh, they and just let anybody get a real estate license. Pretty it. much, but you know you can do that now. You can take half the classes online and or two thirds of the classes online and take them in person. But I was like, if you're, if you're just taking those classes to pass the test, you pick up so much more if you're in person than you would. Outside, but you know, is just going to class just so he can be eligible, yeah. Yeah. And I honestly believe with that whole autograph thing, he didn't care if the NCAA would have made him ineligible or not ineligible, he could have won the Heisman Trophy, sat out a year, and his draft stock might have even been higher, so right.
2: um, I think it actually hurt that he did worse this year than he did last year,
0: yeah. I mean, I, you know, again, I'm gonna go back and say if I am a If I'm an NFL receiver, which is the biggest prima donna in all of professional sports, is an NFL wide receiver. Yeah. Um, I am I don't want to play with Johnny Manziel. I don't want to have to run my route as hard as I can to get open, not get the ball if I run my route well, and then have to go find out what the what he's doing to adjust and try to get open after that. Yeah. Um yeah. if I'm um if I'm a mediocre receiver you know, knowing that that might create some opportunity for me, maybe yeah, one yeah. It. But if I'm an elite receiver, I don't want to play with Johnny Manziel. Nope. Yeah, you don't. And, and and again, we've talked about this before. That uh, I think the truth is when we brought it up originally, he's got to go up against the Bengals defense, the Ravens defense, and the Steelers defense twice a year. Yeah,
2: that's not gonna be fun. No, it's gonna be brutal with I mean, no weapons.
1: And, and I I think even if you're a mediocre receiver, you you don't want to play necessarily with the quarterback that might not have the accuracy that. That you know, one of the elite quarterbacks have. Like you talk about a guy like Tom Brady has taken mediocre receivers and made them really, really good. Yeah. And th- that's as a mediocre receiver, that's going to make your career a lot longer than but playing with a guy that may not
0: because he's cerebral and he can pick apart a defense within it, 15 yards. You know of line it, ex-
1: exactly how uh, we, we always talk about how Patrino is so good at coaching quarterbacks, it's but I think way. a lot of it's because he gets the receivers to be perfect in their execution. And he tells the quarterbacks
0: exactly where to throw the ball. And In Manziel's case, the receivers should be perfect in their execution, and, and not get the ball. Yeah, it,
2: it doesn't matter. Yeah, he could be taken off down the field.
0: Yeah, you have no idea what he's going to do. And then he's got the whole situation where he's, you know, he doesn't have a great offensive line. I mean, I, he, it, he doesn't have. I mean, good he's receivers. with the Browns. So
2: you have to have a great quarterback to be able to be with the Browns. You've seen how many quarterbacks have well, failed honestly, out of I the disagree. draft. I
0: I think a great quarterback would be crappy with the Browns. <laughs> just, uh,
2: well, I, that could be. I'm just yeah. saying that. You've seen how many quarterbacks have come out of the draft, gone to the Browns. You talk about Notre Dame's quarterback. You talk about Brady all these Quinn. Well,
0: Brady Quinn's not right. on the – but I think the, the real comparison is the other Browns quarterback that was drafted that took the number two jersey it was Tim Couch. And Tim Couch yeah. was a lot more equipped for me to be a good NFL mm-hmm. quarterback than Johnny Manziel. And
1: they thought he was going to be a really good quarterback.
0: And actually, he, he had all the
1: tools to be a really good quarterback. If he didn't have to
0: run for his life, have all these yeah. shoulder injuries, maybe, you know, He get wasn't one bad when he was in the league. It took him to the playoffs. Yeah. yeah.
1: Which is incredible for the Browns.
0: You know, and he just had all those arm problems because he, he had no line, no receivers. You know, he had the same situation that Manziel's going into now. Yeah. You know, I don't understand if you're a rebuilding football team, why – You take the quarterback first. To me, that's not the last piece you put in, but there's a lot of other pieces you have to put in before you put the quarterback
1: out there. You have a lot more to lose with the quarterback because, you know, it is, you have much, much more to gain with offensive linemen, defensive linemen. That's where you're going to build your team around. Right.
2: And they were saying when they drafted Carson Palmer um, that. With the Bengals, that the Bengals have never done well drafting a quarterback, and that's, and I think that's the way it is with most teams. When you need a lot of weapons, you want to draft offensive, defensive linemen mm-hmm. to kind of help bolster you, because yes. you could have a decent quarterback and have a good offensive yeah. line and play all right. Which you we're feeling now.
0: Okay. Running backs are dime a dozen. Yeah. So I mean, it's, and,
1: and I think the Texans were kind of built in that mold of they for a long time. They only drafted defensive linemen. And that, that those were their top picks were defensive linemen, and that got them to a certain level. Now they weren't able; they were never able to make that next jump because maybe they couldn't get that quarterback. That well, shot through a ton of touchdown
0: passes last year. Yeah, just to yep. the other team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: but you know he couldn't get them to that next level. And if you look at the top quarterbacks in the league, even if even Eli Manning, uh, if he doesn't have protection and he doesn't have a good defense, then he's going to throw a lot of interceptions.
0: Yeah, right. and uh, I think Eli. And, Eli Manning is a perfect example right there where they had a team that was built around good line play, good mm-hmm. line of scrimmage play. And Eli was, was put in a situation where he could be successful. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I don't think – you know, I do – I'm not a loyal fan, obviously, but I do <laughs> feel like Teddy Bridgewater is in the best situation of all three of those quarterbacks yeah he is extremely fortunate they go
1: where he went, even if he doesn't start, he's still in a good situation i, w- well, I think, which i think honestly, he will richwater
2: but... is better than Manziel the way he plays well but... oh, I, I don't disagree at all I yeah. just you know it,
0: it's he's more a pro style quarterback, and you yeah. know I was having this conversation the last couple of days. It's kind of like uh when Randall Cobb came out, and everyone said he's not fast enough, he's not athletic enough. There's some things you can just look at these guys and just know that they're going to be successful. They have this mm-hmm. certain it factor about them that you know that they're going to be able to take it to the next level. No one would pass on Randall Cobb now, yeah. seeing what he's done. Yeah.
1: So so much in the NFL is drafted on athleticism, right? And like what you do in terms of your numbers, how fast your forty is, what your vertical, what your max reps at. So much in the NFL is done on it. Where it's
0: really the intrinsic values yeah. that would make you a great yeah. NFL player. Even the ones that have the good numbers have to have that intrinsic and, stuff to be good. And
1: I was talking with one of our coaches about the NBA draft and about how what they're looking for. Obviously, they, they measure vertical and, and your wingspan and all of that, but what a lot of those guys that draft players are looking for are guys that are winners and yeah. the guys that win games.
2: Well, yeah, and if you're at the University of Kentucky, I mean, I grew up a Kentucky fan, but if your football program isn't going to win a lot of games. I mean, you're with Rich Brooks. You're like, yes, we won seven, <laughs> eight games. This well, is a I mean, great I, season. Well, easy, easy to yeah, true. I mean, that's, that's yeah. what we want. I mean, and that's good for Kentucky. Yeah. Louisville, obviously, that's bad, but yeah. I mean. Yeah. Well, not
1: now. Well, Louisville has higher expectations. We'll
0: see what happens
2: when
1: the LVAC. Louisville's not going to win like three
0: games. No. like Which is what Kentucky does. Uh, but we'll have to see what happens to uh, the 2050. We're actually going to go ahead. We're having a little technical difficulty. Oh, we're back on. All right. All right never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, the, uh, did, did Mark do that, by the way? Did Mark just mess us up? Mark? We, I don't know.
1: We got problems in the back.
2: All right. That's what that's happens that's when what you let go. your yeah. younger brother into the studio. <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess so. good plan. All
0: right, so we are uh, well, we'll stick around here for a little bit longer, but the NBA draft drafts so much on potential. Yeah, you know, and they're the ones who actually shouldn't be drafted on potential because you only get two picks, and they gotta they gotta have they they gotta produce right away, right? Know? Yeah, it, it, that's
1: and, um, and that's why I mean, the I,
0: NFL is the one who should draft on potential.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> but but I think that's why in the NBA, I do think you almost have to leave early if you have the chance in the NBA. Absolutely. Like I think if you're in the top twenty picks, even the first round, you need to go immediately. Uh, because if you have a season where you're not winning, it's going to take you back big time. And I think because um, they're know, always going to err on
0: the younger guy. Yeah,
1: and going back to the about uh, Tony Mitchell was a great example. Tony Mitchell was a guy who was who was uh, who I think was a steal in the second round. I think he's going to be a good pro, but he was a guy that averaged like 15 points a game and 10 rebounds a game uh, in his freshman year. Could have gone early, was picked as a first-round draft pick, decided to come back. His points were close, 13-14 a game. But the difference was his team only won 12 games. And yeah. because of that, there were big question marks of what kind of player he well, was. Well, we
2: saw that with Braum, too. With Louisville, they won the Orange Bowl, then he came back, and they were terrible. And I, I mean... And they even lost to Kentucky, right? God forbid, right? So... Yeah. Um, you know, one of those years where you're like, theoretically, they should have been better, but something happened, and it you just didn't work out. And then all of a sudden, your draft stock goes way down mm-hmm. for Brian Brom. Yeah. So if if I ever
1: had the option, I would go. If 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 it's Good ever thing you will never have the option. if it ever comes down to
2: me being a first round pick, I'm going immediately. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so, and and that's that's tough for a lot of people too because they're like, well, these kids need to get an education, but they also need to be able to make money. Right? Well, I mean, so. no,
0: I mean, college is there to prepare you for yeah. your professional it, career, it, and that's you know, the right is that what college right, yeah, is about? Right? Yeah. I mean, there's so much idealistic kind of crap that gets shoved in your th- your throat in college that you won't ever really need once that kids ready to go. And, and you know what? And they don't even do that properly. They don't give the kids the uh, I mean, how many kids come out of college that don't know how to balance a checkbook yeah. out or how to have yeah. the overall just life skills that you need yeah. to, to And maybe that's really should be done more at the high school level. Everything's based off theory and idealistic stuff, mm-hmm. and nothing's in practical application. Yeah. If a kid's ready to go pro, the college served its purpose. And,
1: and, and I think that's the only, uh, I guess, question mark I have or something going against what I said about it. I would definitely go if I were picked at a certain level. Some of it has to do with the maturity level of the kid. Can he handle? And that's where I was worried about Steve Adams. being on time, being being there early, doing all that he needs to do. Because well, if you don't do that, you will get pushed aside, and you it'll ruin your career.
2: Well, and I think that high school should help you with that. Granted, I went to a different high school where you had to get up, you had to do, you know, you had to do everything hour by hour. The bell would ring. You got to do this, which is a little bit different. I think than most schools. It's a lot but, different there. Yeah, but. Uh, you know, in theory, that sh- sh- high school should help you out a little bit with that, as far as like class structure and whatnot.
0: Yeah. By the way, uh, just a shout out to uh, to Caroline, Steve. Uh, NBA draft.net has the Boston Celtics drafting Alfred Payton with the 17th pick. Yep. So yeah. Uh, oh, my phone. Sorry about that, guys. Which
1: to go on. So, speaking, That's what of, you said speaking of Belmont's coming up next week, which uh, is yes. which is exciting. It is always. Well, exciting. well, I guess we'll have to talk about that next week.
0: Well, yeah, of course we'll talk about that next week because the, I mean, it, you're looking at the first triple crown winner and possible triple crown winner. I think we got a good shot.
2: Yeah, yeah. good shot, California Chrome.
0: I mean, we got a good shot now. He won the first two legs, so he's,
2: he's got greed on, so he might have the luck of the Irish going on this one.
0: Well, it's not as uh, I think it's more of just his I'm story is unreal. So I know I was just all right. Well, uh, we're gonna take a, uh, our last break and we will be right back on the weekend sports bus. All right. All right. We are back here on the weekend sports bus. All right. we Are, are we back? All right. We're back here on the weekend sports bus. Uh, Mike and Doble here with Mike Polio and uh, JT. A little false start right there. I guess. I don't know if my mic's on. I can't hear you guys at all. So uh, can you hear me yours? You yeah. Good? Okay. I think yeah. So. All right. I, mean, I don't know what's yeah. going on. But, yeah. uh, we're back on now for sure. So. <laughs> We'll touch real quick on something we kind of teased, I guess, last second. We're going to talk. Uh, we got we got JT, Big 12 guy. Uh, oh, boy. I'm going to get a grilling now. No, not really. Not really. Okay. I just, Louisville was so fortunate that the Big 12 chose West Virginia. And I think, in retrospect, I mean, West Virginia is glad they went because they would have been left out mm-hmm. if they didn't go.
2: Well, West Virginia, when the Big 12 was looking at them, were playing pretty well. And all of a sudden, they came to the Big 12 and were – Terrible so at almost really everything. All,
0: it's really just about football for
2: them. No, I mean the Big Twelve is is decent in basketball. They're pretty solid,
1: but it, well, but even in basketball they kind of I mean they're not, have, they're okay. Kansas and Oklahoma State are okay. no, but uh, Kansas, Oklahoma Texas be State. Good good nobody can beat Kansas. So how many straight conference
2: championships nope, have they nine won? Nine something? straight, yeah, nine. which is absurd. K State tied them last year for the Big Twelve championship.
0: No, the the conference championship is actually like done the tournament though.
2: Yeah, the KU won the tournament yeah, against yeah, K State, but K State right. tied them in the regular season. Right, yeah, so Kansas yeah. is the champion. But um, they're both considered champions. You see, yeah, <laughs> <all right>. we're, <laughs> we're, but uh, no, I don't. Can the, can the Big Twelve the, get twelve
1: schools?
0: That's that's all I want. That's, that's just, all I ask. Will yeah. they even try to get twelve schools? Okay. I don't.
2: I don't know. They don't want. See, the problem is they don't want to take some school that's going to bring the program down. So they got to take good schools. And then they took West Virginia, which was. At the time, one of the Big East better it, it schools, was. and they didn't do very well in the Big 12. And then they're like, well, maybe the Big East wasn't as good as we thought. We're not sure what's going on here. Why is West Virginia not playing very well in the Big 12 uh, we're, in, in anything? And, yeah. I mean, West Virginia, granted, they were supposed to be decent in basketball. They went to the Final Four not shortly before they went to the Big 12. In football, they did pretty well. I mean, they competed with Louisville, which is, you know— but, yeah, and so you're not sure what what happened with West Virginia when they went. Well, to the they didn't beat the crap out of Georgia. In a bowl but I, I do think that did,
1: yeah. that when Louisville joined the Big East, West Virginia was definitely like the team that it was going to be tough to beat. West Virginia, right? And right. I think at the end, when just before West Virginia left, they were definitely on the decline. I think at that point, I don't think mm-hmm. they were at the same level they were they, when Louisville joined the Big East that. originally, and I think that continued to now
2: right right i mean that's what it seems like a continued. but at the time of you think maybe teams have these little dips like louisville had a dip, yeah. and maybe that's what the thought was for West Virginia. know maybe they just had a rough year yeah. or something they'll bounce back but they haven't bounced back no um and i think that's hurt a little bit when the big 12 the teams that they had in were pretty solid as far as um the Big Twelve, but then you bring in TCU and you're like, well, they're not going to be good in basketball, but they'll be good in football. They haven't been able to do that. Trent Johnson's
0: there as the coach. I mean, they they could do okay, man. But you got they, a good. They won
2: base. six games. Yeah, they're just okay. Though. They they I mean, went it's... to a bowl game once. They didn't even go to a bowl game this year. And you're like, TCU was in the top twenty five to start the year. That's yeah. not good. Yeah, and. Uh, you know, you have West Virginia, and they haven't played well in football either. And you're like, "What's going on here and, with and, these two programs?"
1: And we've talked about that. We talked about this before the show that you know, that not being able to get to a bowl game is a huge thing with how yeah. many bowls there are. Right, right. That if you a can't team win that's six preseason, games, you're in trouble. Preseason top twenty-five should be
0: in a bowl game. Yes, and the failure of a season. If not. The, yeah,
2: uh, yeah. And I granted, TCU played it a. Not great conference before joining the Big Twelve. Mm-hmm. The Big Twelve is going to be tougher, but you still expect to be able to beat, uh, you know, some of the lower teams like KU and uh, some of those teams, and they just they just struggle. Yeah, I think the inconsistency of the
0: Big Twelve schools is what really gets me. I uh, don't
2: know, I don't know what to even equate that
0: to. You know, they just they seem to, to, you know, be able to look like they fit the part and then have really bad losses.
1: Yeah. And I All think a lot right. of it is the beating each other up in that, in conference does happen a lot. But right. I think you see the same thing in the SEC. But you always have the consistent Alabama. You right. you know you almost always have whether it's Florida or Auburn or LSU. There's a number of schools that are always consistent. Well, even Al- if Alabama's always two. consistent. So, Auburn's not always well, consistent. Mean, to, again,
0: this is this is uh, I guess the disadvantage of having not not to brag on you, but you're a younger guy. Before Nick Saban, Alabama was in turmoil. Yeah, was, <laughs> I mean Alabama yeah, was yeah. not no, I, I understand that. But, but, but
2: I'm just saying like we're talking about recent, relatively recent yeah, term but, of events.
1: But when we talk talk about the inconsistency of the big twelve, I think one good example is Texas Tech, which Texas Tech is definitely on the upswing. Like they got a really good young coach. He he looks like he would be yeah. really fun to play. The youngest for. coach in the big, big twelve, 12 right uh, yeah. yeah. But how much hype was there around Texas Tech when they were undefeated and got into the top ten?
2: Well, and they granted, played. they had played a weak schedule. They so had, but there was the a Big little... Twelve was not deceived. We were not deceived in the Big Twelve. Maybe the outside media was thinking, "Oh, this is a great team." But we're like, "Come on, they haven't played anybody." We knew Texas Tech was not going to be but... one of the top teams in the Big Twelve. We knew that. But, but at the same
1: time those same Big 12 people were like look how many teams we have ranked and look how many t- teams
2: we have Sure, but everybody in the top does 10. that. Everybody does that. They always brag on their yeah, conference. Yeah, the, but but that's, that's the that's the inconsistency whereas the SEC you can brag on their conference and say, "Oh, well, Oh,
1: look at the end of the, the year we're still in the still top a very good top 10.
2: football conference, And especially you talk about two uh not this year but last year they had 9 out of the 10 teams, 90% getting in. To a bowl game, that's I mean, pretty good. That's the, better than any other conference. They're in the
1: second tier. They're they're a second tier. It's it's SEC and, 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 and everybody else and everybody else. And I right,
2: obviously that's the way it is. I mean, it's not
0: nearly as bad as the fall of the Big Ten. I mean, the Big Ten is like irrelevant.
1: It, it is absolutely Big Ten is is almost you could say is like a mid major of the uh, of football world right, right. now.
0: Well, with they're and the, they they're going to become the stepchild now that the Big East is not really considered a major football power. Yeah. yeah. Well, so,
2: I mean, the, you talk about the Big 12. They were number two last year in football conferences ranked by ESPN behind the SEC. So they weren't no, by no means terrible. Granted, they weren't the SEC, and nobody ever nobody is. Uh, we'll see if that's ever going to change. We're n- not sure about that yet. I mean, I'm sure
1: it's got to change at some or I, at, at least know, get more at even. At the same
0: time, I would go, you know, uh, I don't know, the Pac-12 – it's top heavy, you know. The bottom of their conference is terrible. So from a depth standpoint, I would agree with you. But the Big Twelve has got to have a, a, a school step up and be a major. Oklahoma Oklahoma's con- consistently good in football. They, they want to fire their coach like every five seconds.
2: <laughs> well, that's the way Oklahoma is. But I mean, it's
0: the inconsistency there again because they end up dropping games they shouldn't. They shouldn't. They shouldn't lose. Um, Oklahoma State seems to not be able to get over that hedge. Yeah, you know, Oklahoma
2: State's a pretty good program too. It's a
0: good it's a decent program, but again, I mean, they don't
2: they they, they don't lose more than 3 games um most of the time. But you so. all
0: with the the whole idea of
2: who's going 11 and 1, who's going 12 and 0.
0: I mean, that's that's where and then who's and who's an actual real contender for a national the, championship. That's what makes it exciting during the season. To not have a contender? I mean, can the SEC's deep. Yeah. yeah, And they got contenders.
2: Well, they have Alabama. You have Alabama every year. Everybody well, else well, has uh, uh,
0: During that run, there was LSU won championships, Alabama won championships, Auburn won what I'm championships, Florida won championships. It's
2: inconsistent other than Alabama who's going to win no. in the no. SEC.
0: No, again. You, like, there's you know, always, no. But there's always a school that rises up as a contender. It's not just Alabama. Yeah.
2: Alabama. I know. Well, Yeah. Same same thing with every other conference. It's not just one team that rises up. Yeah, but these but, but there's but these no are team teams, in the Big
1: Twelve. But weekend. these are teams that also won national championships. They're not teams right. that are just just kind of up. Because if we
0: want to go, the, who's just in the picture? Well, I mean, Georgia's like a Big Twelve school. I, I mean, know.
2: <laughs> that's you know. Yeah, I, I'm just. But other than Alabama, it's who is going to be good in the SEC is variables.
0: LSU is good every year
2: in the SEC. Well, they're good, but they're they may not make. They're not going to necessarily because make only a big time bowl. Every there's only year. one team that can win that
0: game when Alabama and LSU play. That's basically what it comes down right. To, but right? They,
2: they may not even get a BCS bowl game. That's that's still a question every the year. The only reason
0: though, they might not get SEC, uh, uh, they might not get a BCS bowl, which obviously is no longer. Yes, is because the default will go to the team from the East that was in the SEC championship game. Okay, so I mean, you can't have the. They have had it. They've had three teams in the BCS, but you right. can't have three teams in the BCS all the all time. time. yeah And it, that's you know that's where it comes down to. It. I think the Big Twelve having two teams in the BCS last year was kind of ridiculous. And they
2: they were pretty good teams yeah. and, I, o, OU won. Nobody thought they were right. going to right. be in Alabama. That's and true. then all of a sudden they're like, wait, they won a game. Well, OU was a good team last year, and so was so it was Baylor but they didn't have a they they didn't get the matchup they wanted and you UCF granted beat Louisville too which was a very mm. good program so you can't tell me Baylor wasn't a good team because they lost to UCF UCF was a very good team but recently. the other yeah. uh, i don't I don't know uh, I don't, I don't yeah. really go that far but they they uh, <laughs> uh,
0: UCF is a 500 team in the SEC yeah. i mean i,
1: I, yeah, I don't i know. I, I, would I don't know eh. I, I mean maybe maybe a game above 500 but i i mean i get what you're saying um most most schools are going to be a 500 team in the SEC. List. How many teams did the ACC? Uh, how many teams uh-huh? did the ACC have in the bowl? Uh, in bowl games, uh, they had six. State, eleven. They had eleven. Eleven, according wow. to Wikipedia.
2: They had which eleven teams in the 11.
1: bowl. 11, go- 11 bowl games. Eleven teams in bowl. Last
0: year. Last year. And how many, Out of how many teams? Uh, he was what, going on percentages, so that's what, like
1: ninety percent. Yeah, but I mean, it's still pretty good. Yeah, eleven. Uh, SEC had ten. Pac-12 had nine. So. so, their third best conference behind the ACC and SEC. So ACC is the best conference, is what well, the, basically what I'm saying. And my
0: whole point of this was more of the ACC is a much better fit for the ACC, Louisville as a whole than the Big yeah. Twelve is. The ACC it, is a much it better. is. Uh, to before get back to the,
2: before the the BCS games, ACC didn't win a bowl game until the the BCS games. They lost every game until they won those two, and everybody's yeah. like. Oh, they're terrible until they're like, oh, they won the two BCS games that they were in. So, I
0: I don't think the ACC is that great of a football cover. So you're not going to get, any, gonna get on no. I'm that I'm so. just
2: saying that they won two BCS they won two BCS bowl games, and that was it. That's all they won the not entire postseason.
0: Yeah,
1: that's it. In the 2013-14 bowl games that I'm looking here on Wikipedia, I mean, you had North Carolina won. That wasn't okay. a BCS game. Uh, don't go, don't they won. They, with Mike Paul. They, they won five games. They were five <laughs> and six, according to Wikipedia. So they won five games. They won five games. Five, five and six. Okay, okay, six. last year they funny. were saying they won. SEC two games was and, seven and three. Okay. Pac twelve was six and three. In the Big Twelve. And
2: in the in the bowl games.
1: Uh, see, I have three and three, in for the Big Twelve is what is what this is saying.
2: No, I was I didn't say this year. I said last year. Uh, or I mean this compared, past year. Right. Talking about I'm not this year was a little bit of a down year as far as football goes. But. Oh, so
0: this is the year before that.
2: That's what I said. Oh. That's what I said. I didn't say I, this he year. said All last right. year. Last year, I'm going with the 2000. Well, yeah. I'm still thinking this year. You know, because the bowl games okay, are still so, played into this now, year. So
1: now we're so now the Big Twelve. We were talking about them going being the so good. Yeah. It is exactly who they are. Uh, who we, we thought they, they were. Are. <laughs>
3: They, they are going that
1: direction. The big, are, the big Ten had more teams win, uh, go to a bowl game. The Pac-12, SEC, ACC. Right. They, she, had, they had the same amount as Conference USA. Yes.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: And the same record as Conference USA.
0: So that's the Big 12 we're talking about. All right, got to close they, they, the show. They were, they were we close 500,
2: it. We, 500 this year in the Big. <laughs> we're up in, against in the it.
0: Game. we got to go. We're done because the show's over. That was a and, quick uh, show. It was a quick show, and I hope we get the chance to do it again. We will be back next week. Talk to you later. This is Mike on the Weekend Sports Bus.